This program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to Get the Out. You're listening to Get the Out. Yo, you're listening to Get the Out. You're listening to Get the Out. What's up? You're listening to Get the Out. Yo, you're listening to Get the Out. You're listening to Get the Out. Uh, excuse me, it's Get the Funk Out. Right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, every Monday at 9. For more information on the show, you can visit the show blog at getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. That's right, get the f- out. All right, enough already. I get it. All right, happy Monday, everybody. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Coming up, top of the hour, is Michael Jason Williams. We're going to talk about his epic journey as a wilderness photographer. He's shooting waterfalls across all 50 states to create environmental awareness. And I put some information on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, with us today is uh, Michael Jason Williams. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Janine. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me on. Well, I heard about you through your girlfriend at a voiceover workshop I was attending. And I, when I checked out your uh, website and I saw what you're doing, I thought, this is really interesting. How did this all come about? <laughs> well, uh, the Sacred Waterfalls Project, uh, it's a book and a film. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came about when I was visiting all these spots in nature as a photographer that I love and noticing, you know what, there's trash everywhere. Everywhere I go, it doesn't matter how remote you are yeah. in the wild these days. And I just couldn't stand that, and I had to do something about it. That's awful. I mean, you're out there in nature, and you're seeing all this garbage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really heartbreaking. You know, you, you hike all day to a, a, a beautiful spot, and um, it's just not in the pristine condition that it should be in. It's, uh, it's really something we need to look at as a society. So you did this to create an awareness so people could also take action, perhaps? I did, yeah. Um, That's the whole point behind it. Uh I feel that we can create awareness through visual media, too. So that's the whole idea. Let's talk about your backstory. We were were talking offline. I was asking you, because I I know I read about you on your your website. Uh, Throw out your website, by the way. My website is mjwphoto.com. Okay. And I was reading, you come from a very artistic family. Can you talk about that? (laughs) I do, yeah. Um, Well, my father and my grandfather were both involved with the motion picture industry. Uh, My grandfather was a um, VP at Universal Pictures and uh, started the first post-production company. And uh, my dad followed in his footsteps and um, 
owned and operated post-production companies while I was growing up. So I was really exposed to that world, uh, visual media, commercials, TV, uh, got to visit a lot of sets and kind of try my hand at a lot of little aspects of, of that industry here and there. So yeah, visual arts have always been a really big part of my life. And um, so I'm really happy to be continuing on in that tradition. That's pretty groundbreaking to be first post-production house. Yeah, um, it was really interesting. He was at a position where um, film and video were both coming into play as a workable medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were never under one roof. So my grandfather took film optics and the new video technology and put it all in one place. So that was a new opportunity for uh, commercial production, film production, to come into one place and do all their editing, all their optics, effects, all together. And as a child, uh, we were talking about this as well, you had a chance to really go out and do things that most kids didn't, didn't you? I think so. Um, you know, my, my grandfather and my, my dad, um, even my mom, were, were all really big nature enthusiasts. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I was kind of behind a camera from the earliest days that I can remember and uh, just really absorbing all the talent I think that they had and trying to make my own way through that process. I love it. So as a young child, you're probably very analytical compared to most of your other friends. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I think I'm part analytical Heart, heart and soul, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I mean <laughs> but, in a good way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think when you start anything at an early age, you, you know, develop a little bit faster. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's very true. That's great. That is really interesting. And so your current project, how you were doing other, other photography work, how did this all come about? Well, I started my company, Creative Media Arts, about eight years ago. So before I was doing, you know, fine art landscape photography full time, uh, I went through a couple other phases with the business where I was publishing a magazine called Inside Look Magazine, and um, I had a, a greeting card company. So I just found the most satisfying, rewarding, and um, really the way I could reach the most people was not through these other mediums, but just through the photography. Mm-hmm. You know, people have an emotional reaction when they see a beautiful picture. Yes, they do. And um, it really causes them to act. So. You know, I just figured, hey, you know what, this is what I really love. That's what I need to be doing. And I think it's true for a lot of art forms. When you're doing what you really love, that really speaks to people. Mm-hmm. So that's how photography really became my main focus rather than trying to put it into something else. Through photography and uh, visiting all these places that I love, um, I just decided, you know, I really want to focus on waterfalls. Uh, I was at Havasu Falls in Arizona where I had a really big emotional reaction to that waterfall. It's really challenging to get there. You have to hike in about 10 miles or so to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, this, the same distance on the way out, obviously. But it's a really steep switchback. And I did it all in one day, which is really crazy. It, it was about a 25-mile hike. So I lot. feel like it was a, a really mental, um, physical, emotional challenge, spiritual as well. And uh, just accomplishing that task was amazing. But the energy of that waterfall was just so powerful. I had to bring that back to people and let them know, hey, even at this remote Indian reservation, tucked into the bottom of the Grand Canyon, there's still pollution there. So that was really my main motivation for what I'm doing now. So that was a huge turning point for you. 
that really was. There were there were two turning points. That was one, and the other was just this. There's a little waterfall in Topanga Canyon where I live, and it's on this property called Jalan Jalan Imports. And um, when the owner Brian Gibson bought this property, he, it was an old Americas um, station where they would service propane tanks around the area. Uh, he started brush clearing and discovered, wow, there's this you know, 40-foot waterfall right here in Topanga Canyon. Beautiful. And it is so beautiful. You know, and th- these are the kind of natural spots that are, you know, just tucked right off the road that we don't know about. And, uh, you know, it, it it just really touched me so much to feel that, you know, indigenous people used to use this, which is actually, it was verified later on by um, the Chumash elders that are in the area, uh, that they really use this as a sacred place. But now that water runoff is getting polluted, and uh, we need to do something about that. I love that you're kind of uncovering what's around you, where people take it for granted. They don't notice these everyday beautiful phenomena. Yeah, that's so true. You know, we, we drive by spots in nature, especially living in an urban area like Los Angeles or Orange County. Um, there's, there's nature all around us, and we don't stop to appreciate it. So true. So true. What has been some pivotal moments for you? Uh, obviously, the first one, but tell me about the journey so far. The journey of Different. Uh, photography? or Yes. Well, um, you know, like I said, it all just started when I was young. Uh, my dad would take us uh, camping in the Sierras, which is still my favorite place in nature of all time. I'm just in love with uh, the Devil's Post Pile area and the John Muir Trail. It's just a really special place for me you know my dad would have these great black and white cameras and show me how to use them so i think from that really early age i was you know learning that hiking and nature and bringing back photos from those amazing moments that we were experiencing was a really important thing for me so um that's just continued on and um into where you are now yeah you know, i've done some work in film and video as well along the way and all that experience just kind of mounts up over time. And, uh, you know, sometimes you hit low points and sometimes you have high points. And I think you have to kind of push through and just keep doing what you love. And eventually you come out on the other end uh, in a really special place where you can offer that back to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to share something with you. I am from the East Coast and I used to go hiking in New Hampshire and especially really in the fall, because that's when you have beautiful fall foliage. And I have found these photographs that I had tucked away, and they're breathtaking, uh, just of nature and the different trails. And it is, there's something really magical about capturing these beautiful moments. You're right. You're so right. One of my uh, my favorite photographers of all time is Galen Rowell. And uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But, you know, I think he really said it best, that it's really about the light in these moments that you're remembering. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really does amazing things. And uh, you're right, if you can just capture a little bit of that magic light when you're outdoors and bring it back with you, you you'll remember those experiences and those emotions a lot longer. At least I do. <laughs> yes. No, I absolutely. Now, we were talking, because the theme of the show is Get the Funk Out, and did this whole project come about because you had a, you know, a moment of, you know, I'm not really sure where I'm going, or did this fill some kind of void for you? Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I think in life we're always 
you know, experiencing highs and lows to a certain degree, you know, sometimes in life are bigger, sometimes are lower. I'm, you know, I'm just naturally a, a kind of happy person anyway. That's great. Uh, yeah, but it really does fill a void because I felt like I wasn't really fulfilling my own needs if I wasn't contributing back to society. So mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to do that, and that was really frustrating for me. So, um, you know, I, like I said, I, you know, I tried that through various media outlets, um, you know, printed media, uh, a couple of websites and blogs and social networking sites. And, um, yeah, my love of photography is really fulfilling that now. That's fantastic. By the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Michael Jason Williams, and he has an epic journey of a wilderness as a wilderness photographer. Uh, you're going to be shooting waterfalls across all 50 states. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that, it, really, it really is. I hope I can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, there are 52 weeks in a year in 50 states, so that leaves me about a week per state to find waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are thousands of them in the country, so obviously I can't go to each one. The, the best waterfalls in the country are usually just off the road or just a short hike away. So I plan to cover as many as I can and uh, create a book and a film along the way. I love it. Have you already mapped out most of your journey? I have, yeah. You know, it keeps changing, and uh, people actually have a way to contribute to that list. If they have a waterfall or a place in nature that they really love, they can go to my website and um, sign up, and there's a, a map that they can add a location to. And that's mjwphoto.com? That's correct. That'd be great. And uh, will you be uh, journeying to New Hampshire or some places in the East Coast? I will. I I don't know exactly where just yet, so if you have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm going to look uh, up some places I've been to, and I'll, I'll uh, email you because, oh, it was incredible. Some of the areas I used to hike around, and spe- like I said, especially in October. Oh, sure. I, that part of the country, I know, is just so beautiful at that time, and mm-hmm. I really hope to capture those changing colors. Absolutely. When do you, when do you leave for this? Uh, I leave in about three months. Okay. And uh, so right so, now you're just wrapping up some other things you're doing? I am, Well, right now I'm running a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds for this project, and that's at mjwphoto.com slash sw. Right. That will take you right there. And um, so after that funding period ends, I make preparations, and uh, I'll leave for about a year on this trip. And uh, then there's post-production editing and time to get rewards to people who contributed. And uh, we should probably see the film's release in theaters in about a year and a half. About how many people are joining you on this journey? (laughs) One. What? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen the show Survivor Man with Les Stroud, but that's kind of my my style. It's a solo journey, and uh, I'll be filming myself and shooting waterfalls along the way. Oh, I love it. Wow. And what's interesting... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, it's it's really not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of situations where, you know, you're filming yourself getting into canyons or, you know, rock climbing or, you know, getting into these uh, places in nature and then going back to get your camera. <laughs> so right. It's, uh, yeah, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but it really will be fun. It'll be a challenge, and I, I hope the rewards will... You know, really show on film and really inspire a lot of people. Well, you definitely won't have any personal conflicts or 
<laughs> power struggles or anything like that. That's right. That's one of the reasons I like to work alone. That's great. Well, uh, what I like about this is it's not just you going out and taking pictures of waterfalls. It's it's actually this whole documentary backed up by you're going to do interviews with park officials and scientists, and I believe I read uh, Native American elders as well. That's all correct, yeah. Um, setting up interviews right now. Uh, one organization I'm really excited to bring in is uh, Restore Hetch Hetchy. What is that? There, it's uh, RestoreHetchHetchy.com. The Hetch Hetchy Valley is a part of Yosemite, uh, just for people who don't know, that was dammed up uh, just about 100 years ago. Now, this was another valley like Yosemite Valley that's really beautiful, and this will probably speak to a lot of people who might be listening who are uh, getting into nature for Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, they decided to dam this up to create a pipeline that will feed San Francisco with water. Now... Today, um, that only feeds San Francisco with 10% or less of their entire water supply, and it's really not necessary to have it there. In fact, it wasn't even necessary when they built it. They could have built infrastructure around that area. It just cost more money to do it that way. So they elected to uh, fill up this entire beautiful valley, which John Muir described as you know one of our um, most beautiful natural temples. It's kind of a tragedy, but uh, people are working really hard to restore that area. So they're going to drain it and um, and replant. And it will take a while to restore it, but it can and I think it will be done. So I'm really excited to be talking about that in the film as well. You know, it would be nice, I don't know if you're planning on doing this, is maybe take some short little video clips and post them of your journey. That's uh, definitely part of the plan. Oh, yeah. good. People can uh, follow me on a map along the way and see where I am, and uh, we'll be, I'll be posting uh, video and photos along the way. And that'll all be on your website? That will, uh-huh. Tell me about your Kickstarter program. Kickstarter, what an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is the first um, crowdfunding um, I've ever done, and um, it's, it's quite an experience. It's, um, I think it's a great technology and a way for independent artists to get out there and just tell people what they're doing and get funded for some amazing projects without being, um, without having to, uh, how do I say it, um, be under somebody's thumb or uh, really have to contribute back the way other people want them to. Yes. So usually when you make a film, um, you have to please a lot of other people who are putting up the money, we'll just say. Mm -hmm. And this is a great way to, to not have to do that and really give your vision to people the way you intended. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. That's great. And people, it's going to go through uh, Friday, September 12th? It is. That's, that's right. So now is the time. That's a little less than two weeks. People want to contribute. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. I can't wait to see this book that you're going to come out with. Oh. Uh, it's going to be yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's going to yeah, be magnificent. Sure. I'm sorry, what's that? I'm sure it's going to be magnificent. I hope so. It'll be about 100 pages. Um, it'll be really hard, uh, high-quality, hardcover, uh, glossy paper, and there's some really different stuff in the book, too. There is um, a new technology that I'm utilizing, so you can hold your smartphone or your tablet up to the book, mm-hmm. and those images that you see will come to life in video clips. 
so you can see the actual moving water and uh, hopefully experience some of that energy that's resonating from those places. Now, I, I'm just curious from a creative standpoint, if you wanted to take pictures of yourself standing under a waterfall or as close to a waterfall and you're a solo team here, how, how do you make that happen? Well, that's all in the magic of the tripod. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, um, there's a couple ways to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. You can set up a camera uh, with a tripod, or what a lot of um, photographers are doing now is they're, they're using smaller cameras like GoPro cameras and yes. um, handheld compact cameras on the end of a stick. So there's, um, there's some attachments that you can buy to, to do that, and that's probably the cheapest way to do it if people are interested out there in photographing themselves. There's some really inexpensive, great technology. Uh, if you go to, uh, just go online and search for it. You can buy just about anything. I'm curious what, what kind of camera you're using. Uh, I'm going to be using several cameras. Uh, one thing that I want to do is create medium format photography. Um, what is so that? What is medium you, format photography? Yeah. Um, medium format is a, it's a higher quality than what people are getting from DSLRs. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have normal consumer cameras and then pro-level cameras, and then there's the medium format uh, camera, which is, in the digital realm, it just has a lot more pixels without getting too techy. Um, instead of being able to blow up a picture to, you know, three feet wide, you can blow it up to 12 or sometimes you know, 20 feet wide or oh, as big great. as you want, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is the, kind of the technology that you use to get really high detail if you want to do commercial work and you know, shoot something that ends up on a billboard and that kind of thing. So um, my camera of choice is the Pentax 645Z, and this is a, a new camera. It's the first time that a, a medium-format camera has also had video technology. Oh. So, yeah, it's going to look amazing it's it's pretty much film quality sounds great oh i'm so excited i, I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> i want to ask you if you have any advice for anybody who's in a creative funk at the moment if you could share uh some insight sure uh when i'm in a creative funk my answer is hands down nature mm, so I like go that. take a hike and you know breathe some fresh air go meditate um i'm a really big fan of meditation of been doing that a lot of my life and um, yeah I think sometimes you just have to let go of what you're trying to do and let it come naturally and uh, just stop trying and um, you know sometimes it takes a while to just clean the slate and it all comes back you know I've been feeling that and hearing that lately that you know stop running towards what you want it'll come to you yeah don't you think that's true I, um, I in your profession as well I mean it, it must be really hard it is. Uh, we were talking a little bit about how, um, you know, it's it's so competitive and it's so subjective. And you, I think you just have to go off and do something else and breathe a little and uh, things will happen. Yeah, I think so. That's, I think that's really important. Um, and breaks are a really big part of my workflow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you, when you step away from whatever you're focused and you're concentrating on and you want and you've got to get it and you're trying and... And then you walk away for a while. You have like a new perspective. Yeah, I think so. I think just releasing that um, that need to to try and express ourselves mm -hmm. is, um, is really beneficial. 
Absolutely. Well, could you throw out your website one more time before we wrap up? Sure, thanks. It's mjwphoto.com, and the Kickstarter campaign is mjwphoto.com slash sw. Great, and I put uh, some excerpts from your blog up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, but I encourage people to you know check out more information about you on the website. Thank you so much, Jane. Good luck in your journey. I can't wait to watch some of these videos and check out your photography. It's going to be amazing. Uh, it's an honor to uh, have your audience looking at it, and thanks so much. Oh, thanks for calling in. Okay, have a great one. Okay, bye-bye. That was Michael Jason Williams calling in to talk about this incredible creative journey he's about to take in the next few months, shooting waterfalls across all 50 states. If you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up on my blog within an hour after the show, which wraps at 10. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back more. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Get the Funk Out. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.